Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Trundlebed Tales. And this is your host, Sarah Utoff. And I am very pleased to bring you the May two or I'm sorry, the June 2015. And I just realized that I wrote the wrong thing on the name. Well, we'll just have to deal with that. The um I think we're gonna Oh well go ahead. We'll just consider it one of those things. So this is going to be the June 2015 uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder update from Trundlebed Tales, and that's good because there is a lot of things going on in Laura Ingalls Wilder fandom this month. Uh, I have, on a personal note, been listening to a new bunch of podcasts. Periodically, for this reason or that, I get involved in listening to a whole new group, and I always get new ideas. And this time, I've been listening to Disney podcasts, because somebody's going to Walt Disney World, uh, But and we're uh, listening to a lot of those in terms of planning, but I got a lot of good ideas, one of which is to make sure that I encourage you to reach out to me beyond the podcast. We want to be able to have you uh, be able to talk back and to find more material. So be sure to look for Trundlebed Tales on our website, our blog, on Twitter, on Facebook, on uh, Vimeo, on YouTube, and pretty much any place on social media you can think of. You can find the links to all of it at uh, http colon slash slash about dot me slash Sarah S A R A H underscore Utah U T H O F F. So I hope I will be seeing a lot of you around. The other thing that I learned is that they are, do a blog post with every podcast, which I try and do with more or less success, but you call those apparently a show notes uh, blog, and you put, you know, like I normally do, the high points of the episode and uh, links and any things they reference. So I'm going to be trying another one of my goals for this year is to be doing that in a more timely fashion, and we're going to all know now that that kind of blog post is called show notes. And uh, I think that you'll see a few other things that I picked up from the Disney podcast, too. For one thing, uh, they talked about a lot of tips on making it a more magical experience. Thinking this summer, one of my uh, real strong goals should be to uh, try and come up with some posts that would talk about making your Laura trips, as I'm hoping you're all planning, a little bit more magical. So we'll see how that goes. 
But that gets us back to real life. And in real life, there is, again, uh, quite a bit going on in Laura Ingalls Wilder fandom. For one thing, pretty much, well, basically all the Little House sites are now open. And let me just run through them quick. Pepin normally opens in about mid-May. It was May 15th this year. Independence, a little farther south, the southern sites tend to open first, uh, are opened on April 3rd. Walnut Grove, um, Walnut Grove and Smet also make a real strong effort to be open more than other places. So Walnut Grove opened April 1st, Burr Oak May 1st. The Memorial Society in Desmet actually never officially closes for the year. They kind of reduce hours and reduce services, but they're always open. Uh, the Ingalls Homestead is an outside park, of course, so they're uh, due close for the winter, but they're open con- uh, starting the Saturday of Memorial Day. And if you go before that, you can uh, get a map and walk around to the property anyway, just nothing is open. Mansfield opened on March 1st, Malone, May 23rd. Uh, Spring Valley starts their regular hours on the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. A lot of the Laura sites do that. Uh, Keystone, South Dakota always opens June 1st. And Vinton really doesn't close down either, though they're still kind of feeling their way as they're working on uh, getting the museum up and running. So, Basically, so all the Laura's home sites are open now, and if you're planning a trip for this year or for next year, uh, you have kind of an idea when they're open. Now, you sometimes can visit when they're closed, but it's always a question, and you want to make sure you contact somebody ahead of time before you plan on being to go there when, when it isn't open. Now, Laura events around Laura, uh, around the country and at all the home sites. Now, June uh, isn't as busy a month as July. July, this will be a huge list. But we do have three events going on in June. In Independence, Kansas, at the Little House in the Prairie Museum, they're having Prairie Days. Now, Prairie Days is uh, their big event of the year, and I highly recommend trying to go during it. They normally have living history stuff going on. They have a Little Miss Laura contest. If you want to enter a Little Miss Laura contest and you want a good shot of winning, Independence is the one to go to. They have the fewest entries, and you're really more likely to win going there, I think, than any of the other places. So if you've got your heart on being a Little Miss Laura, not that everybody can win, but that's going to be your best shot. Uh, and I got to uh, speak down there. Oh, they have music and stuff too, uh, food on the grounds. And I got to speak down there a few years ago. It was really a very nice event, and I highly recommend it. Baroque has Laura Ingalls Wilder Days, June 27th to the 28th. And honestly, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to go up for that or not. It kind of depends on how things fall out. Uh, in Baroque, it's sort of the Laura days the way other small towns have days. So like my local town, Solon, has beef days. There's uh, around here, just there's popcorn days, there's sweet corn days, there's sauerkraut days. And in Baroque, it's Laura days. So uh, they have, besides some Laura-specific stuff, they have a parade in town, and they have a band, and they have shuttle pack, uh 
pedal tractor pulls and all that kind of fun event small town stuff. So if you're wanting an event that really gives you a taste of what it's like to live in a small town in the Midwest with some Laura stuff thrown in, a nice a nice amount of Laura stuff thrown in, you want to go to Laura Ingalls Wilder Days in Baroque, and again, that's June 27th and 28th. Old World, Wisconsin is in Eagle, Wisconsin, and it's one of the um, Wisconsin history organizations. It's a living history site, which, if you don't know, means that uh, the people there have houses that have been preserved, equipment that has been preserved, household goods that have been preserved, and they act um, as though either... There's two two kinds of interpretation they can go. One is costume interpretation, and they say they made butter like this. One is uh, also in costume, but you're in first person, so you say, this is how I make butter, and act like you were a person back then. And I think they they're, have a kind of a mix at Old World Wisconsin. I'm, I'm not overly sure. Uh, but... That's going to be actually, they have extended their event. The Old World Wisconsin Lore event has consistently been big over the years. The year I went, there were 2,000 people there on that single day. And it's gone through a lot of kind of back and forth and mutations. And I think it was two years ago they started doing it as a, a month. They just didn't want to put all their eggs in one basket. And I think attendance was up during that time. So uh, they have now upped it to six weeks. So between June 15th and July 31st, you can go up to Eagle, Wisconsin and visit their event, World of Little House. They have different things going on each day. Last year, I interviewed the person uh, in charge of that. So I will be sure to put in the show notes a link to that other broadcast. And uh, so you may want to listen to that. It was, again, a podcast right here on Trendlebed Tales where they go into a lot more detail about what it is. One nice thing is uh, they, during this month at least, really encourage you to go in your Laura outfit. A lot of living history museums um, really don't want you to do that for the same reason that they don't let adults... (laughs) wear the princess costumes to Disney World, even though that is a very sad thing. <sighs> but it's for the same reason. They they want to control who is being uh, a representative of their site. And a lot of times people have a hard time figuring out who's official and who isn't. And if they go up to someone and they give them wrong information or have any number of kind of bad interactions with them that people assume it was someone from the site. So they try and avoid that. Um, But Old World Wisconsin, they are perfectly okay with you wearing your best Laura dress. And in fact, we'll give you a discount if you do on your admission, which I think is just great. And Old World Wisconsin, one of the nice things about it as a living history museum is it wasn't set up A lot of them were designed by people who were museum people or they were designed by people who kind of had small ideas about what they were trying to do. So they they tend to be fairly clumped together. Not the guy behind this one. The guy behind this one said farms were a long way apart. 
we're going to put them a long way apart. So you really can't see one farm for the other. They also do a nice job of representing uh, ethnic, um, what people did with different ethnic groups, which again often gets glossed over. So they do a nice job of that too. Um, my biggest complaint is they planted a lot of the wrong kind of trees, but the windstorm a few years ago kind of took care of a lot of that problem. They are doing good, and this year is another year I'm not going to get to Old World, Wisconsin, but maybe next year. That's what we always say. And really, I would like to see this new bigger event. Now, uh, June can or cannot be a big Laura month. And I'm actually just have one program scheduled, and that is going to be at the Oskaloosa Public Library in Oskaloosa, Iowa, June 23rd, 2015. It'll be at 3 o'clock, and it'll be my general Laura program. My general Laura program is uh, one of uh, my most requested. And basically, well, that's why I sort of I call it my general Laura program because it's the direct descendant of my very first Laura program that I put together in the fourth grade. So it has a lot of interesting parts to it. And I, a lot of times, put my very best slides. If I get a new great picture, it goes in the general unless I really have a gap in one of the others. So make sure that uh, if you possibly can, come out to Oskaloosa. It is not only incredibly fun to say, they also, it really is a very nice community. They have a very nice bakery. They've got a nice living history site. I just recommend Oskaloosa highly. And there's been so much going on that I am pretty much out of time. So, oh, but I did want to mention one last thing. Uh, I do have, I was uh, substantially quoted in an article uh, that was posted on the Road Trips for Readers uh, website, and I have linked to that on Facebook and on Twitter, and I have added it under my Sarah is Published section of uh, the Sarah's Notebook, my blog, and I will also be going on my website under the Sarah is Published or um, press about Sarah, about So with that, and no further ado, I will let you go for this time. Thank you for tuning in to Trundle Bed Tales, and I hope that next time we will be sure to uh, do a little better, and we're going to continue our goal of getting back on our reg regular schedule. So. You will hear from me soon, and hopefully we'll be working on our newly new magical attitude. So uh, thank you for joining me, and remember to brighten the corner where you are. Ta -da, ta -da.